This is the CMO of GaiaX, Vasilia Orfano. This is our newest podcast series. GaiaX is a newly aspiring, rising European association, and together with you, we can develop a new concept of data infrastructure ecosystem based on the values of openness, transparency, sovereignty, and interoperability. Join us today at GaiaX and be part of this technological ecosystem. Good day to everyone. This is the Gaia X podcast series with uh, CMO Vasily Orfanou. Today we have a special guest with us, uh, Michael Schaefer from the uh, mobility data space uh, Lighthouse. Hello, Michael. How are you? Hi, Vasilia. I'm all fine. Very much excited to have the chance to talk to you. Uh, how are you, Vasilia? Good, good, good. Uh, it's a really pleasure. We have been trying to, to, to speak with you for some time now, and we're really glad to, to have you on board and present one of the first podcast series. So just getting right to, to the bottom line, please give us a little bit more information about you so that we can introduce you to the world. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. So my name is Michael Schäfer and I'm, I started as an electrical engineer um, working as a scientist at a knowledge transfer institute focusing very much on robotics and machine vision. And uh, at these times, around 30 years ago, uh, we had to specify, design and create um, the needed software tools by our own in order to implement our solutions. Um, and hence, I became an expert in software engineering. And that's uh, uh, what has determined my professional life all the years. And before I actually joined the mobility data space, by, by beginning of 2022, I worked for Software AG in Germany in several roles and finally was head of the Global Competency Center for Business and IT Transformation and at the same time headed the IIoT Application Factory for Software AG in Darmstadt. And um, that is what somewhat attracted uh, the mobility data space folks and asked me to join them and help them to set up the mobility data space. Okay, so if you can take me a little bit back. How, okay, you're currently and since uh, January 2022, you are the managing director for the mobility data space. But can you take me through how it all started and how uh, this is connected to, to GAI-X, how it differs from other IT projects that we see online and even the, the rest of the uh, um, Lighthouse projects. You bring already 30 years of experience in the IT industry. What attracted you even to this tax, task? Just take me through a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think like like uh, all of us, mobility has been an important concern for me throughout my whole career as a in a in a positive and in a negative way. As an engineer, consultant and manager um, of a team of international experts traveling, so being mobile uh, was genuine part of my job. And I think I share this with many, many other people, of course. And when I started in 2021, working as a consultant for the mobility data space, I thought that would be a perfect fit to derive something positive um, um, out of these concerns I, I um, mentioned before. So helping to accelerate innovation in the mobility sector, work with key players in the area of mobility, creating brand new solutions in order to improve solutions, and at the same time facilitating new business models partially even replacing old school mobility business and finally contribute to making mobility better 
and sustainable for all of us um, and, and environmental friendly for the future generations, people that, that come after us, of course. And all of that in a, in a team of, of young and ambitious people who have already the suitable mindset um, being ready in order to take along and, and convince those who aren't there yet. Michael, if we were to enumerate in a few words what it is the mobility data space about it about uh, you said acceleration can you give me some words around that uh, you talked about the future of mobility the one stop services please take me through like if if someone did not know anything about the mobility data space let's say it's it's, it's our grandma asking about this or uh, a young kid of 16 20 years old how could we explain this to them okay so uh, first thing i i would mention is You're looking for mobility data? Yeah, come to the mobility data space. It's your one-stop shop for mobility data. If you want to uh, create an application and you need data for that, uh, we are the, the first point to get in touch with, uh, and, and that is what we want to be, the one-stop shop. Then we are open to everybody. Uh, so we are not industry-specific or domain-specific. So everybody is invited to join and to provide and consume data using the mobility data space. And what we want to do is that we want to facilitate competition around innovative, environmental-friendly um, and user-friendly mobility concepts uh, by giving all users equal and transparent access to relevant data, keeping the data sovereign for Everybody who is owning, owning and providing the data, I think that's that's a very important one. So um, um, finally, it provides participants with a great opportunity to interact with like-minded innovators in the sector and uh, yeah, uh, finding specialized service providers if needed. Can you take me through uh, a little bit on the evolution of the mobility data space, if we can bring a status of where we're currently standing and how and what makes the mobility sector crucial for new approaches in, in digital sovereignty? Absolutely, absolutely. So um, back back in 20. 16, 2017, um, in Germany, particularly in Germany, we encountered that what we uh, used to call the diesel scandal. Uh, maybe you remember that. And uh, that was, I think that that was a disruptive milestone um, in um, particularly automotive industry in, in Germany. And that was a trigger for change. And it was then the change was not only about Um, yeah, dealing with that scandal, if you like, but making more out of it, turning something negative into something positive. So um, improving mobility, making uh, mobility more sustainable. So that, that I think that's the genesis of the mobility data space because for everybody it was very clear um, as mobility is, is crucial for policy society, And economy, and yeah, and finally for all of us uh, on an individual level, um, we needed more and better and new innovative digital services. And if you want to implement and run digital services, you need data. 
And the idea was to found an institution, a platform where all those application and service providers could share their data and could obtain the data they need for the services. And that is what, what happened. And then uh, it was very much driven by the German government. Um, they found it under the hood of uh, the German ACATEC, the Academy of Technical Sciences in Germany, uh, a project called Datenraum Mobilität, Mobility Data Space. It was a, it was a, a scientific and development um, a project. And out of that, um, the Mobility Data Space company was founded. And that is where we are right now. We started our uh, operations, our business operations by beginning of this year. Um, and now, of course, serving um, the, the players in the area of mobility, those who provide data and those who consume data and provide services um, on a professional level. Uh, you're currently um, in the face of growth. What are you working on right now and what is your focus? Yeah, that's right. I think it's 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 fair to say that we are a startup company, and um, I think we encounter all those um, uh, troubles other startup companies uh, also are dealing with. Uh, so we we uh, we need to grow uh, our staff. Uh, we have to settle our processes and procedures. Um, we we uh, we have to understand what are our business models and stakeholders and so on. And in the meantime, of course, uh, we have continued to acquire further participants and identify suitable uh, mobility application scenarios where um, usage of the mobility data space is crucial in order to get them um, implemented. Uh, we joined Gaia-X, of course, in the meantime, and we are, we are participating in working groups in order to keep track with the development of standards and if ever possible, even to help driving standards into the, the, the right directions. So our, our, um, yeah, our credo right now, Basilia, is very, very much getting ourselves settled from an organizational perspective and at the same time driving our business, um, ramping up very steep, joining in new participants, helping with new application scenarios. Um, and you have mentioned about the hindrances uh, from a startup perspective, which are obviously known. Uh, I've been scaling myself many uh, different startups since I've known myself. But if we could go back to these challenges, um, which would this be uh, by this time and how did you overcome them, uh, both as a managing di director, but uh, from, from your professional setting, obviously, but equally so from a mobility space environment? What do you think is preventing currently the uh, data space ecosystem to move in this direction or whether it's, it's moving in the right direction, but we still have a lot of learnings to, uh, to, to move around? Uh, yeah, very good question, uh, Vasilia. And I think uh, both is true. So on the one hand, uh, there are obstacles to overcome. And that's not true for the mobility data space uh, only. It's true for other data spaces as well. Um, maybe uh, other data spaces also um, acting in the area of mobility 
uh, but even beyond in other domains, um, uh, data spaces in the area of finance or education or culture uh, or health, whatever, uh, there are obstacles to overcome. On the other hand, uh, what we already see right now, even after that short term uh, time, uh, I think there is no way back. Um, if you would ask our participants uh, right now, uh, after just those four months of being participants or members of the mobility data space, um, can you imagine um, running your applications and providing your services without the mobility data space? And most of the times, the answer will be no. Or at a at a at a at a large price of course so i think the direction uh, we are going together with um, other stakeholders and and gaia x for example is the right one um and the obstacles i was talking about um are um in existing in different areas so one i think is uh, what i would call a mindset obstacle so the 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 fact that there are data spaces available is not known yet um widely enough so there are so many companies who have data available and just don't know what to do with it is it is it is it because they don't know uh, what to do with it or is it because uh, there is still some luck for trustful exchange or at least this is where we need to, to focus our efforts in? I think I think that that are two levels, if you like. So at the first place, there are many companies who just do not know uh, that there is an option for them to share the data, to make money with it, yeah, to 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 use their um, their data as a new area of business. That that's the first thing. That is also the reason why uh, we and my coll- uh, my colleagues are very very busy, um, yeah. Um, with marketing activities, with with uh, PR activities to make ourselves and data space um, known uh, to everybody in social media and on, on congresses and so on and so on. The second level you mentioned before is a, is a very crucial one. So once um, we we make ourselves um, known to the people, uh, it's important that we convince them that sharing their data on the mobility data space is the right thing to do because, and that is what I mentioned before, it's safe, it's fair, it's sovereign. They keep full control over their data compared uh, to to uh, other cloud providers. Um, and that is what we are able to do more and more, convince people that if they ever want to share their data, they do that on the mobility data space. Um, if we could enumerate a couple of points that we could um, say would be our call to action for next steps on the mobility data space and how could GaiaX could help in this direction, what could, what could you possibly recommend? Mm. So... One one very important um, obstacle I haven't mentioned before is standardization. 
and that is something where we expect that GaiaX can very can be very very helpful with. Um, you know, if you want to exchange data, uh, you you need to find uh, the common sense, the common ground of how you're going to do that from both the technical perspective, protocols and stuff like that, but also from a semantic point of view. Yeah, if you send me data about temperature, I must be able to understand that. Are you talking about Celsius or Fahrenheit? And if both is possible, you need to tell me. So how how are you going to 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 uh, to tell that? And of course, it's it's far more complicated than just that. Uh, but maybe that gives you a glimpse on on the on on the the problem I'm talking about. So we need to get this standardized, and we need to do that on two levels, and that's very important. On the one hand, we need to be able to get that standardized at least in uh, the context of one data space. All participants of our mobility data space um, need to be enabled to understand each other, of course, obviously. But beyond that, we are strong believers of a community of communities, a community of data spaces, several mobility data spaces across Europe, and maybe connecting mobility data spaces to other domains data spaces, like I mentioned before, energy, um, uh, smart city, and stuff like that. And we need the standardization even beyond the limits of just the mobility data space. And that is very important. And I think that is what we have to work on. And we contribute to that by joining um, um, the, the uh, related work groups. Okay. Um, Michael, and as a final question, uh, you bring more than 30 years of experience in the additive industry, but you something has in fact attracted you to, to work on this specific task with young people, uh, start level from the ground up, uh, trying to bring forward uh, the concept, let's say, of digital sovereignty uh, based on European values. What does this mean for you concretely? So if you if you ask me personally, I would I would like to mention that um, I I wouldn't have expected um, that there is there would be such a, a working opportunity for an old guy like me um, um, bringing in um, my knowledge and my um, professional experience, um, setting up something completely new. Um, with with uh, young and agile and dynamic people, so it's rather doing something completely new at the end of my uh, professional career. That's so exciting! Um, I can't tell you. Um, so that is great. And on the other hand, to work on something um, that has a huge impact on all of us. So it's not just making business. It's it's really, um, yeah, contributing to making lives of other people easier by contributing to the change of mobility. And that's a great opportunity. That's wonderful. Thank you very much, Michael, for being today with us. It has been really, really a pleasure. We would like to hear from you more. Uh, if you're willing and interested to, to take up on a second opportunity and a second episode with the Guy X podcast series, uh, hopefully in, in the next two months, because we would like to hear more of what is currently happening 
the status, with um, the specific project, uh, what can we learn from you? Uh, because I would have to agree and disagree. Yes, you do bring 30 years of experience, but I wouldn't say that you have an old mind. And you actually mentioned that the change has to happen from a mindset, first of all, to even move forward in a different direction. So thank you very much for being with us today and hope we see you again very, very soon in the next GAIAX podcast series. Thank you very much, Vasilia. It has been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, very much appreciated. And likewise, um, very much looking forward to, to continue. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Take care, Michael. Take care.